Blog Talk Radio. The following broadcast is brought to you by the iGolf Sports Network. The Women of Golf Show is sponsored by the iGolf Sports Network and Golf Tips Magazine. Here's more about our sponsors. iGolf Sports is a live stream broadcast and media production company providing quality programming designed to attract the golfing enthusiast. And Golf Tips, the game's most in-depth instruction magazine, including reviews on the latest equipment, tips from top teaching professionals, all designed to help you improve from tee to green. Good morning. Welcome to the Women of Golf, the number one women's golf show around the world, with hosts Ted Odorico and Cindy Miller. Join them as they interview some of the best players from the Symmetra, LPGA, and Legends Tour, and so many others, helping to elevate women's golf. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. All right, good morning, everybody, and once again, welcome to the Women of Golf. I'm Ted Odorico, and right alongside, of course, is LPGA professional and Legends Tour player, Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Ted. What up? What up? It's, uh, well, it's a little overcast. We're calling for some rain, more tornadic, I think is how you pronounce it, weather, potentially over the next couple of days. So I'm going to hunker down a little bit and get some work inside done instead of outside. But other than that, pretty good. How about yourself? All as well. Still cold and rainy in Buffalo. Yeah. <clears throat> Better than snow, I, right? I got to tell you, though, my kids yesterday, they were trying to qualify for the U.S. war ball. Mm. And God bless him. He it was uh, he birdied two of the last three holes to shoot eight under, and wow. tied and lost in a playoff. So sixty three, and you're going home. How Gosh. sick is that? Oh, yeah that. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a stomach turner for sure. God. And of course, you're talking about Jamie, your son. But um, gosh, I yeah, am. I am. Yeah, my. Well, tell him my my heart goes out to him, and and uh, that's that's tough. That's a rough, rough uh, way to go. But on a lighter note, we've got a winner on our show this morning. Always excited to have the latest Symmetra Tour winner uh, of the Garden City Charity Classic this past weekend, uh, Lilia Vu. I'll tell you a little bit about later on in the show. We're going to be joined by uh, Karen Palacios Jansen. She's a master LPGA professional and founder of Cardio Golf. She'll be joining us on the second half of the show. But let me tell you a little bit about Lilia. We'll bring her on, talk a little bit about her win and some other things as well uh, moving forward. Uh, She's 23 and a native of Fountain Valley, California. Uh, She helped lead Team USA to victory at the 2018 Curtis Cup, earning uh, four points. Uh, She was also a member of the 2018 Arnold Palmer Cup and the U.S. World Amateur Teams. Uh, As a UCLA Bruin, uh, she was awarded the 2018 Ping WGCA Player of the Year uh, and ranked first on the all-time UCLA career victory list with eight individual titles and finished 27th at the inaugural LPGA Q Series. And she got her first win this past weekend, Cindy, her first professional win at the Garden City Charity Classic on the Cementa Tour. So let's welcome uh, the winner of last week, uh, Lilia Vu. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Ted and Cindy. Thanks well, for being here. Are you in California right now? I am mm-hmm. in California. I'm back home. Wow, what a good kid. You got up pretty early just to hang out with us. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, you gotta I be... don't know that I would do that. <laughs> yeah, neither would I. <laughs> Even if it was later, yeah, I wouldn't well... hang out with us. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're always a lot of fun. Um, let me just start off real quick, and then, then Cindy, I'll, I'll pass it back over to you. Um, so we appreciate you getting up uh, early. So tell us, um, tell us a little bit about your win uh, going in. What was your thought process going into this tournament? Uh, this is your second uh, full season, or not quite full yet, but uh, your second season on the Symmetra Tour. Last year you did pretty good, uh, but didn't uh, close out with a win. And obviously it was a very difficult season, not a lot of tournaments to, to really get into. So this year you come out uh, a few events in and you get your first win. Tell us a little bit about your win. Well, so for the past couple of weeks, I've played pretty well. So I know that my game's been good, but I went into those tournaments thinking one shot at a time because you can only really focus on yourself and the shot in front of you. And that's really helped me play really well rather than getting ahead of myself, thinking about the next hole or thinking about what my playing partners are shooting or all that stuff. But uh, I did a pretty good job uh, at the Garden City Charity Classic. Uh, The last day was a little bit difficult because you're in the final pairing. You're trying not to think about the other players' scores, but at the same time, it does matter. So I had to tell myself a couple times during the round, it's just you in the hole. It's just you in the hole. And I had to rewire my brain to just focus on that. And I think that's how I put it away. Very good. Let me ask you one last quick question, and then, uh, Cindy, you can go ahead. Um, Are you a scoreboard watcher? Are you somebody that needs to keep an eye on what where things are at, or you just stay focused on what you're doing? I just stay focused on what I'm doing because at the end of the day, I don't control other people's scores. I can only control myself. Great answer. I like that. Cindy, go ahead. So, yeah, staying focused on the task at hand is one of the most difficult. I read in the bio that you tended to be a little technical and you either read Lynn and Pia's book or went to work with them, which, I, of course, I love Lynn and Pia. Um, and then you read Extraordinary Golf. Can you tell us how players can tend to get a little too technical and what you can do to fix that? Um, so I've always been a field player growing up. Like, my college golf was all feel. I never recorded my swing. I never did anything like that. Because you think about it, you go on the course, you don't have video to make sure to keep your uh, swing in check. So I just figured I played well in college without recording my swing. I get to LPGA, play some really bad events, and then I start recording my swing. And then fixing every single part of my swing that – some don't need fixing, and then I made everything collectively worse. So um, I'm a member out at Shady Canyon, and I was talking to a member, and he uh, recommended Extraordinary Golf. And I read that last year in August, and then I played a couple events, and it talks about awareness and just the target is where you're trying to go, not the golf ball. So I tried to focal. Uh, focus on the target rather than the golf ball in front of me because how do you get from point A to point B and that's all I cared about after that just strategy of the course and just playing my game because I know I have what it takes 
You know what? You're you're so right. And I think sometimes you can be swayed when you get out on tour and you look around and you see what all these other people are doing and you don't understand that they're totally different than you. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of stuff with team building and assessments and behavior reports and all that stuff. So someone that's totally right-brained would never even think about videotaping their swing and what angle they're at and what their numbers are. So you, you know, again, bless you for figuring that out early because it could really like ruin your whole golf game if you become too left-brained and you're not that way. Yes. um, I probably haven't recorded my swing probably for 10 months. I just don't want to see my swing. So now I got to give you a little crap. Because you just said if you win another tournament, you could afford a track man. And I'm going to tell you not to buy one. Why would you? Um, I want to do that. (laughs) I would want a track man for the games, like the combines, because I'm really, I thrive on little competitions when I'm at home. And um, if no one's there, then what do I have? If I have a track man, I can play the game by myself and just it's fun for me, and I think that's how I would get better, too. Not for the numbers, okay. exactly. Just for the All combine, right. see where I'm at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine, then. I, I, I'm with you. I want to play the game, too. I could care less about <laughs> what my launch angle is. I can feel what I'm doing, and I, I can see where the yeah. ball goes, and I can fix it. I, again, there is a time and a place for all of that, but if you get too enamored with those numbers, you can make yourself crazy. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to any of those numbers except club face and club pass. Anything else, I have no idea what it means. I just know how to hit the golf ball. Good girl. Good girl. Well, you did uh, a great yeah, you did a great job, uh, Lilia, obviously last week because you came out ultimately uh, the winner of the tournament, and again, congratulations. I, I want to touch on something I found interesting. You mentioned off-air um, about uh, you obviously uh, went through the uh, inaugural LPJQ series, which it's now called, and uh, got out on the LPJ tour, got some status out there, but didn't do so well. You said you didn't do so well, and and uh, here you are, you know, back on the Smetra Tour trying to sort of regain that a little bit. And you, I was really, again, through the bio, as Cindy had mentioned, uh, you, you lost almost all of your confidence and got to a point really where your mindset was, you know, I'm just going to give up. I'm going to quit golf. Um, obviously, you didn't because uh, you're here. Uh, and you thank your mom particularly, but obviously your family, your, your dad and your brother and that, what was it your mom said to you when you uh, – what was the conversation that she had with you when you were thinking – when you were at that sort of low point uh, and, and really considering giving up the game? What did she say to you to change that around? Um, so I remember I was talking to her. I'm sure I was crying after an event, and I said, Mom, like, should I just go do something else? Should I try to go to law school, just do something else because golf's not working out? And um, she basically told me she – she watches, she always comes to most of my events. She's there. She loves to watch. And um, she said, I know you're good enough. I see all these players, Lilia, and I know you're good enough. Don't quit. I know you have it. You just 
need to get back up on your feet and you have to believe it for yourself. No one else can tell you. You have to believe that you belong here. And she never pushed me to quit. Like she believed in me so much to the point where I was like, if just one person like my mom believed in me, that was enough for me. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's so important. The reason why I asked you that, Lily, is is we've had a number of players, and, and Cindy, you can attest to this over the last few years, who kind of had that same point. You know, they started out really excited, you know, out on tour and. And, you know, everything's kind of gelling for the first little bit. And then all of a sudden, it's almost like the wheels fall off the bus. And, uh, you know, nothing's going right. They're not hitting the ball as well. They're not putting well. And they're just not winning a a tournament. And they kind of changed their mindset a little bit and said, you know what? I'm just going to go out here and I'm going to have fun. I'm not going to get, as as Cindy pointed out, you know, I'm not going to get overly technical about my my game anymore. I'm just going to go out here, have a good time. I'm going to work on the things I know I need to work on. But I'm just going to go out here and have fun. And lo and behold, you know, voila, they won the very next event. Uh, and we had several on one season uh, here on the show that that actually happened to. Is that kind of what happened to you, that maybe you changed your mindset a little bit and just said, you know, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to focus on what I need to do, but I'm just going to go out here and have fun. And, and what happens, happens. Yeah, honestly, that's the exact mindset I have going to every event because my caddy and I have a really good time and we always say, let's have some fun today. And as long as I have fun, the results usually turn out well. Even if it's a bad day, it's not too far off anyways. So, yeah, I think having fun comes with my uh, good golf too. What would you say to amateurs that uh, are listening to the show, you know, that kind of have that same feeling. Obviously, they're not playing at the same level you are, um, but they're going out there, you know, maybe every week or every other week uh, with their with their foursome or friends, and they're really struggling with their game. What did you do to turn yourself around, not just mentally, but physically? What did you do? Were there things specifically that you did that maybe you weren't doing before kind of got all the cylinders firing uh, once again that maybe you could, in other words, impart a tip, if you wouldn't mind, uh, for our listeners on how they can turn things around for their game? Um, I think, uh, so basically, when you play practice rounds, I think it's good to get your course strategy down. Um, I think that's also helped me in the recent tournaments, too, because uh, I don't really pull driver all the time. I probably pulled driver out five times every like each round this week because I found it beneficial to play smart myself mm-hmm. a good approach shot because it was super windy and you don't want to hit a 40% pitch with downwind and trying to stop the ball on the green. I'd rather lay back, have a full shot in, and just stop the ball from there. I think that's really important, too. So basically just optimize your game with the course and just play smart golf. I think that's the best way to put it. If you play smart golf and you stick to your game plan, even if another player is pulling out driver and I'm pulling out four iron, I'll still hit my four iron because their decision doesn't affect mine because I already know what I'm going to do. It's a no-brainer. I'm going to hit my four iron to probably 100 yards, hit my gap wedge, and attack the pin. That's basically what's going to happen. So that's what I've 
done recently. I think I'm really proud of that because it's really hard to see another player take three wood or driver and then because you want to you want to hit driver right and then mm-hmm. just to hit as far as you can and then for me to take four iron or two hybrid that's that was a really big step for me yeah i, I think it goes down to you know jack nicholas famously all he talked about was course management um you know there were lots of times when he would you know, not maybe pull his driver out or he would do something different and people might scratch their head and say, well, I don't understand why he's doing that. Well, he had a reason much like you do. And I think that's that's a great tip because a lot of, uh, especially guys, I don't know, it's just, I don't know if it's too much testosterone or what's going on, but you get a lot of guys go out there and the first thing they want to do is pull driver out of the bag. Uh, and especially on a short par four, I'm going to try and go for the green and there's water all the way around the green. Um you know, or, or, you know, some other hazard or what have you, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense. So I, I think that's some great advice. Um, Cindy, go ahead. Again, I, I commend you for knowing you and knowing how best you can play and for taking the extra time during a practice round to say to yourself, what's the best way to play this hole? So now I want to ask, do you play practice rounds alone? Uh, No, I don't because I feel like the other players are also, they have tremendous skill too. So we all kind of talk about it, say on a par three, like, oh, do you think four iron's good? Or no, maybe because if you go long, there's no chance of making up and down or staying in the middle, the center of the green is the goal. Uh, So we all kind of do talk about it. Um, yeah, I like playing with some of my friends too. Just not get too serious. I don't really like serious golf. I kind of just like to have fun. And the thing for me is every single hole is like a different game. So I'll play this game where like, okay, the pin's there. I'm starting here. How do I make it from here to there in an X amount of shots? And then if I don't get a birdie, say I get a par, a bogey, whatever, the hole's done. It's washed. Next hole, it's a new game. That's what I do to myself to stay really focused and really aware of what I'm doing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. So there. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually writing it down, Cindy. I'm writing this down because it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> go, go ahead, Cindy. What do you do for fun when you're not playing? Um. I really like hanging out with my friends. It's kind of hard now that I'm on the road, so I try my best to keep in uh, contact with them. And I'm home now, so I think we're going to go out and eat this week to kind of celebrate. Um, I usually like to do brunch. I mean, I think everybody likes brunch, right? So, yeah, usually brunch, go shopping. I don't know. (laughs) There's not much in a golfer's life, if I'm being honest, but that's what I do for fun. Retail therapy is always good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh my lord, Ted, go ahead. my lord! Um, just, just don't buy the track, man. No, I'm only kidding. Um, so, <laughs> any, anyways, um, you mentioned too uh, off air that um, you're nursing a little bit of discomfort, shall we say, in your back. Tell us what happened. Did you kind of tweak it during the tournament? You mentioned early on in the event this past weekend, uh, you know, things weren't just quite right. So you're home now on the week off of of tour life and trying to nurse that back to health. What happened? And is this something that's um, happened 
often with you, or is this sort of a once in a blue moon kind of thing? Um, I usually have kind of a tight lower back situation, but it usually builds up throughout the week. So I get to the tournament and my back's kind of tight and then it just gets a little bit worse. But it was during the second round on the 16th hole, the approach shot, I was hitting a knockdown shot into the wind. And right after I hit the the shot, my back tweaked, my lower back tweaked. Mm -hmm. And it was to the point, I didn't tell my caddy on this hole. I told him on the 18th tee. I don't know why, but um, I hit, and then it really hurt my back, and I struggled to walk to the green on 16. Oh, Lord. Mm. And um, I had, like, a 40-footer, and in my mind, I was like, let's just get this round over with so I can go see the Symmetra PT. And for some reason, it was a downhill, double-breaker, left to right, And I smacked it so hard, and it caught the hole. Thank God it went in for birdie. And the other players in my group were kind of laughing because they were like, oh, if that didn't hit the hole, it'd be in the water. And I was kind of laughing too, but in pain while getting (laughs) my golf ball out of the hole. And then um, 17 comes, and then we par that one, and then 18th tee comes. So So 17 was a par three, so I kind of managed my swing. Like, my follow-through, it didn't hurt as bad. But I get to 18, and I need to hit a two-hybrid off the tee. And I was taking some practice, and I realized I couldn't finish my follow-through. And I just, like, kind of pretended. And in my mind, I was like, okay, you just have to this tee shot and then another approach shot, and then two-putt, and you're out of here. You're done. You can go get help. And then I hit my tee shot through the fairway, and then I looked at my caddy and I told him, I really need to see the PT after this. I literally am in so much pain right now. And then he was like, okay, we'll just play this whole conservative because you're playing tomorrow anyways. You're in a good spot. Let's just get you out of here so you can get some relief for your back. We go up there. I ran through the fairway. So either I could pitch out or I could hit over the tree with my gap wedge. And I was kind of mentioning to my caddy, and he was just like, just pitch out. It's not – the tournament is – you have the tournament in the bag. You need to save yourself today so you can play tomorrow. We don't want to end your tournament here. And then I was like, okay, we'll pitch out and then try to make up and down. Pitched out. I had about 40 yards to the pin, downwind, uphill, left to right. Um I somehow pitched it to four feet and I made it for par. So that was like an out of body experience because I was in so much pain. (laughs) Out of all the shots, that pitch shot was probably the best of the tournament because I was in so much pain. I don't know how I did that. Wow. I don't don't know how you did it either. (laughs) (laughs) I would have been, I would have already been limping to the PT trailer. Let me tell you, I would, um, (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's that's incredible. You know, what, what people don't realize, you know, how many players like yourself, um, you know, do that very same thing, um, you know, have difficulty, you know, during a round where maybe they're, they've tweaked yeah. something, might be their back, might be their foot and their hobble. I mean, we all remember famously uh, back several years ago, Tiger Woods. Um, you know, had his knee was in really rough shape in the U.S. Open, and you know he ultimately went on to win the tournament. But I mean, he, 
Uh, I can remember a few of his drives there. He would just almost double over, and I'm thinking, I mean, mm-hmm. now, of course, he's paying for it. Um, but does that ever concern you? Because back is obviously serious. I mean, any part is, is serious, but back is a very serious area. Um, and you mentioned about tightness. Do you do some things fitness-wise to try to help that um, improve? Are there things that you're doing uh, that maybe the PT has said to you, and physical trainer, by the way, for those of you who don't know what PT is, um, that are are helping you uh, or that will help you moving down the road? Because obviously that, that has got to be sometimes a concern for you. So usually when it's back pain, it comes from somewhere else. Sometimes it comes from tightness in my glutes or sometimes in my hips. So those are the two things that I have to really focus on. Also, core strength, too. I don't have a lot of core strength, so I feel sometimes when um, my back has to come out and just gets triggered from that because there's not enough strength in my core, so my back is the one giving all the strength. And then the rotation. And then just, like, being a right-handed golfer going onto your left side so much, we really don't go the opposite way. So I think basically trying to manage both sides evenly and not have one side stronger than the other because that's really an issue for me. So I do my best with glutes and um, my hips, but I'm going to go see my PT at home at UGP, my place that I work out at home, and see what he has to say because it's kind of impossible for him to tell me without seeing me. So. I think we're going to go do that today and get that squared away this week before I leave for three events. Yeah, because you definitely yeah, don't want to take that. That's a good idea. Tight. Yeah, you don't want to be taking that with you, uh, especially if you've got three events back to back like that. Um, yeah. Well, it, you know, it's it, it's interesting, you know, I think for the listeners to really hear um, a little bit of the personal side too. Of, of some of the tour players, you know, what you guys go through. It's not all about just hitting the shots, but, you know, it's the mental game. It's the physical game, what happens not just on the golf course, but even off the golf course, some of the difficulties and struggles that you uh, ladies go through. And I think it's very interesting. Um, and I think you would attest to, you know, there's a, obviously we don't want to deter anybody from maybe pursuing similar goals to what you have, but it's not easy out there, is it? It, it can be very, very difficult. Yeah, it is no walk in the park. Um, I remember my former teammate, Bronte Law, uh, she basically told me, it was her advice to me when I was a freshman, to control everything I can control. Everything else, just let it go. So you can control fitness, your golf game, and how you eat. So if you can manage those three things and try your best, then you'll be fine. Like, you gave it your all. You can't control the win. You can't control how other play, other people play. So control what you can control, and that's the best you can do for yourself. Well, that's great. Great advice, and what a great way to end this segment. Well, Lilia, thank you very much uh, for joining Cindy and I this morning and getting up a little extra earlier out in Cali. We appreciate that. We know it's not all easy, so I don't know if you're a coffee drinker or what uh, gets you going in the morning, but have have another cup on us. Um, but we thank you, and, and good luck the rest of the season. And uh, go out and win again. We'd love to have you back on. It's been an interesting uh, chat, and um, enjoy uh, enjoy the fruits of your labor, as it were, and uh, and just take care of yourself. But we appreciate it. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you so much for having me, Ted and Cindy. Good luck, honey. Have fun. Thank you. Take care.
All right, bye bye. Boy, what a great young lady! Uh, really right. has it together, and yeah, it, 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 I, I know I've said this a bunch of times. Um, we're going to take a break here in a second, but I want to say this before. It amazes me the level. Forgetting about the play, forgetting how good these young ladies are out on, you know, coming out on tour, but just how together they are, how sharp they are, how, you know, it, it, it's, you know, when you listen to them talk, and she's just a, a good example, many of the others as well that have been on over the last several years, they just really get to know themselves, which is something, well, you know. Well, they have to. I mean, again, they're right. their only inventory. So, uh, yeah, but it, yes, it's very impressive. Yeah, it just amazes me, you know, because, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, when you when you look back, you know, 20, 30 years ago on, on tour, you know, people didn't do that. You just went out, you, you grinded it, you did whatever you had to do. And I'm sure, you know, they're putting a lot of different thought into things now, um, you know, as we, we get a little smarter, I guess, as a, as a species. But um, it's just amazing me. It, it just amazes me. But all right, we're going to take a quick break, a uh, quick message from Golf Tips Magazine, and then we're going to be joined by Karen Palacios Jansen. The following ad is sponsored by Golf Tips Magazine. Are you tired of being short off the tee? And what about those three putts? Forget about it. It's time you got serious about your game. Golf Tips, the most in-depth magazine in the industry. For over 30 years, Golf Tips has delivered expert content such as the latest golf instruction from America's top pros, simple-to-follow practice and game improvement drills, fitness and mental game tips, equipment, training aids, accessory and apparel reviews, golf destinations and travel tips for every budget, and so much more. Don't miss a single issue. Go to GolfTipsMag.com and subscribe today. All right. Our second guest this morning is Karen Palacios Jansen. She's been on the show, of course, uh, a few times before. Uh, she's a, a master LPGA professional and founder of Cardio Golf. Uh, she developed a system of working out to help golfers of all levels improve their golf swings and fitness at the same time. Uh, and she also has launched Cardio Golf TV, uh, which has hundreds of workout videos and tips to help you improve your golf game and fitness uh, as well at the same time. And using the Cardio Golf Slope and Shorty Club, uh, Karen takes you through a collection of exercises and drills to improve your game and get a great workout all at the same time. So, Cindy, let's welcome uh, back to our show, Karen Palacios Jansen. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Long time, no talk, Cindy. <laughs> I know. How the hell are you? Awesome <laughs> to hear your voice. Yeah, you too. Well, well, welcome, Karen, and thank you for for joining us again on the show. And we we appreciate you taking some time out uh, of your morning routine to uh, to spend some time with us. Sure, no problem. Um, I love this. I haven't talked to you guys for a while, and I'm really excited to be here. Well, good. Um, so, Cindy, do you want to go ahead or do you want me to start? Yeah. So what's going on? You've got all this stuff that you're doing, cardio TV and all these plans and helping people get in shape. Tell us what you're doing. Yes, Cindy. So, you know, I've been doing cardio golf for a long time. It's a, a golf fitness program I developed. And um, with the pandemic, I had to go online, so I created Cardio Golf TV. So now you can be at home 
and you can do cardio golf. So before the class was in person, um, I personal train people. I teach golf. Um, I taught a group fitness class, but of course, last year, everything got shut down. So I took all my workouts online. So now you can have an app on your phone. You can play the videos at home, work on your game. You don't um, need to go to the driving range. You don't need to go to a gym. I have a couple of items that you can get for your house, and you can work on your game and get some good workout at the same time. So basically, it might have been a blessing. <laughs> well, some things uh, were okay. Some things not so, so okay. I, I wish this pandemic never happened, but um, it did accelerate my program to get it online, and um, it's been really helpful for people. You know, a, a lot of the times I tell people it's better to work on your game you know, five minutes every day than to wait till you have a couple hours at the end of the week because those long practice sessions, first of all, nobody has that kind of time. They never happen. And then, you know, they lead to bad habits and to injury. So if you had something where you could go and just, you know, swing a club for five minutes every day, it would keep your muscles loose if you make sure you perfected your grip and your setup so that when you went to the golf course to play or practice, you don't have to think about those things. So, it, it you know, it's been helpful for people that way. That's awesome. Ted? So, Karen, um, first off, let me just say, we had a young lady on, uh, I believe a couple of weeks ago, Brittany Gilo, uh, who has done some work with you. Yeah, and she just spoke volumes uh, of just how wonderful it was to work with you and and really enjoys the programs that you've put together. And, you know, she really kind of wants to, in a a way, take away from her experience from you and and implement it in her own journey, if you will. And I think that's really a testament to just what you brought to, to the industry. And I want to ask you, how do you come up with so many different um, plans and routines and things? I mean, how do you come up with them? Because uh, you obviously have to keep it fresh and, and engaging as it moves forward. So how do you just come up with all this stuff? <laughs> right, that's a good point. Well, yes. I did start a cardio golf certification program. So if you're a golfer, a fitness professional, um, I have a couple of programs for people to, to teach the teachers and the trainers how to teach cardio golf. And um, one of the things that I provide with the certification are workout plans every week. And that's probably the hardest thing as, you know, as, as a teacher, as a, a trainer, is to come up with new, uh, fresh workouts. So I do do a lot of um, studying. I have a lot of different certifications that I've taken, but um, I do spend a lot of time planning. And, um, you know, the most important thing to start a golf fitness program for, for anybody is to, first of all, do kind of a fitness assessment to find out what are the things that you should be doing to help your particular body. Um, so you don't just want to, you know, start a program and start lifting weights because maybe that's not the program that's going to help you. So um, you want to make sure you, you do a fit, fitness assessment, assessment first and then um, go from there. So I spend a lot of the time helping people, you know, come up with programs and ideas that are appropriate for their fitness level and for what they're trying to do with their body. So it, it does take a lot of time. Yeah, I, I can imagine. And, and you know, you raise a, a really good point, you know, about weights and things like that, because 
I know a lot of people, particularly men, uh, I'm going to pick on the guys this morning, but, you know, we think, you know, going to the gym and lifting weights, you know, hey, well, I'm working out so that, but that's not always good for a golf game. There's certain specific exercise that you've obviously uncovered that work well for people that want to play golf. And there might be some other exercises that work well for something different, but for golf, it's a little bit different. Um, you're not looking to bulk up uh, as you would in maybe some other situations. Um, so what are some of the specific things that you've discovered in your journey that work well best for golf? Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, you know, golf fitness is not about being big and bulky. It's about finding exercises that help you move through your full range of motion. So I think that's probably the biggest key for anyone is to uh, find exercises that are going to help them get into the positions that are going to, you know, increase club head speed um, and fluidity in their swings. So, for example, um, you know, there might be a, a really strong guy who can lift weights, but maybe he's not as flexible. There might be some women that are super flexible but aren't um, strong enough so they don't have the stability. So you have to find out what's going to work best for you. And, you know, on the PGA Tour, LPGA, there's all sorts of shapes and bodies. Um, just because someone doesn't look like a fitness person, that doesn't mean they're not in golf uh, fit shape where they can move all their muscles through full range. So I think that's the key to finding something that's going to help you uh, first of all, prevent injury and something that you can do on a regular basis that you can commit to and then what's going to help you be able to get all your muscles and joints aligned and take them through the full range. For example, you know, um, setup is really important, getting in a super athletic position, and then that's going to swing up for success. So if you can find exercises that are going to help your core and your lower back um, that's really good. Um, obviously, making a, a full turn with your torso and your hips. Um, ankles are really important. If you have, like, stiff or weak ankles, you're not going to be able to rotate through and use the ground to push off of. So um, it's, it's going to be different for everybody, so you just have to find out what's going to work for you. But I really felt that, um, you know, working on flexibility first, um, mobility um, building some strength, core strength, and also doing something on a consistent basis is really worked for my clients. You don't just go and do like a three, four-week program and then stop because that's not going to really help you. No, you're going to, yeah, you're going to, you might see some modest gains or what have you, but then it's just going to kind of peter off uh, as time goes on. I want to ask you a specific yeah. question, but I want to add a little bit of a disclaimer first because, you know, I, I don't want to present this as you're giving any sort of, you know, medical advice or anything like that. But we, we just had uh, Lilia Vu, who won the uh, uh, last week's Symmetra Tour event, and she mentioned something, and, and I just want to general, so I'm, I'm sort of throwing out the disclaimer for anybody listening. You're not here to, to give medical advice or anything, but she has a unique situation. Um, she indicated that right now she's kind of nursing a lower back, uh, not injury, but issue. And she mentioned in her conversation with us that one of the problems that she tends to have is that she doesn't obviously have a lot of core super you know uh, core strength and does a lot of exercise for her glutes and so forth but she gets tightness as the week you know as she's working into the events as the week progresses she starts to get a lot of tightness uh in her lower back and obviously this last week she developed to a point where she actually uh you know uh, was hurting a little bit through the event if you were working with somebody like that are there some specific exercises or drills that you do for somebody that finds themselves often, because apparently she does, um, 
have a regular, uh, you know, issue with that. What are some things that you might do to that, you know, would help somebody like that? And again, I know you're just giving a general overview. Oh, right. Yeah. So, uh, well, first of all, you want to make sure that there's nothing um, serious if she's got like a ruptured disc or some sort of, um, you know, something in her spine that's making her have those back problems. So you want to see a doctor, number one. It might just be muscle soreness. You know, the golf swing is very one-sided. We're always twisting and turning just Mm -hmm. one way. So you want to make sure Mm -hmm. you're doing a lot of exercises to counteract those imbalances. So you we want to make sure you know maybe doing some opposite swings. If you're always, if you're right-handed and you're always you know turning more to the right, then you want to do some left-handed swings. Um, rest and recovery are really important. Making sure you do some post-round stretches. A lot of people don't understand that um, you know your body you're out there for four or five hours and maybe it's not like a super physical activity like football or tennis or something like that, but you're out there for that long, so um, you need rest and recovery. Even what you eat afterwards can make a difference, helping you stay hydrated. Sometimes your muscles are dehydrated. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways. But if you get on some sort of program where, um, you know, you're doing something consistently, and the other thing is golf training should be seasonal for the season that you're in. Um, Obviously, you you know, um, the Symmetra Tour is in their season right now, so maybe – uh, she should be doing more exercises for rest and recovery and preparing her body to play as opposed to doing core exercises that she could be doing off-season to help her build a stronger core. You, you want to change up your workout depending on the season that you're in. That's some great advice, um, and, and I agree wholeheartedly. I think you, you have to uh, seek a, a medical profession first just in case there's any underlying issues before you start, obviously, any fitness training. But that's some great advice uh, Karen, thank you. Uh, Cindy, go ahead. Let's pretend that you've got someone between 50 and 70 that plays twice a week that's not very athletic. Can you help them get stronger and play better, and what would you do to make that happen? Yeah, that's a great question, and, and pretty much, Cindy, that's my uh, typical client someone that, you know, that plays lots of golf that hasn't done a lot of workout in the past few years because of family, business, whatever. So we have to ease them into it. So first of all, you know, we we would do an assessment to make sure that there's no sort of injury that we have to work around. Uh, We would figure out where their strengths and weaknesses are. Um, You know, maybe they're super strong upper body, but they have a core, a, a, a weak core. So then, and then we would focus on those weaknesses first and try to create some balance. So um, a lot of flexibility and mobility exercises um, and something, you know, like I said, a little bit every day is better than, you know, doing a workout for two or three hours. So I would start with the first week, maybe just 10 minutes of flexibility and mobility exercises. Then we would add maybe some cardio in there to help them increase some endurance the second week. The third week, we might focus a little bit more on some resistance training. And then the the last uh, week, we would um, work a little bit on speed. And then we would cycle and start that all over again. So um, you want to build your your program so as you get stronger you can um you know add a little bit more into your fitness routine but three to four times a week um 10 minutes 
would do the trick for a person of that age of that fitness level. Wow. And how do they mm. find this out? How can they find you if <laughs> well, they're listening so right now? Cardiogolf.com. And like I said, my program is online, but I also do teach in person, and my classes have started up again in person, fortunately, and I'm still doing personal training. But if you go to cardiogolf.com, um, and I actually, within my Cardio Golf TV program, I have programs I have right now. Um, I just started a 30-day challenge so you can do something for 30 days to help build a fluid golf swing, starting with the grip and the setup, working all the way through to speed drills at the end. I have an off-season program where you can start to do um, a program off-season. I have an in-season program, exercises and workouts that you would do pre and post-round that would help you prepare your body for playing and then post-round golf. So, um, you know, it's pretty much all there on Cardio Golf TV. Awesome. Yes. So, Karen, let me ask you something. There's a, another component, and I, I want to get your thoughts on this. I don't know how much, you know, because you're obviously more on the fitness side of things, but nutrition is obviously something important as well. Um, do you have any recommend, uh, recommendations for people uh, uh, or suggestions to, to help with that? Because, you know, we see a lot of golfers going out in the golf course and, you know, come the turn, they're scarfing down a chili dog or something like that. That's mm-hmm. not going to obviously give them... Um, do you do you tackle any of that at all? I know you're not a, a you know certified nutritionist, yeah. but do you talk about that as well? Absolutely. You know, it's uh, golf is mind body, so it's sort of all related. And um, you know, right now golfers don't really follow a specific diet. Well, regular golfers, but uh, be assured that the professional golfers are definitely following some sort of diet. Um, golf, you're out there for four to five hours. First of all, you need fuel during that time. And then also the timing of your meals is, is going to be um, important. You know, if you tee off at 8 o'clock in the morning, um, you better eat something for breakfast um, before that because you're not going to be eating until, you know, well after 1 o'clock. So if you go out there without breakfast, you're going to bonk after nine holes. Um, if you tee off at noon, maybe you can't eat a big meal right before you tee off. You know, everyone knows that you don't want to do that. So you better take snacks with you. So you, you need to prepare before you go play golf. I actually have aligned myself with an app. It's called Zone In. And if you go to cardiogolf.com, you can click on there. And um, what they do is they make you aware of your, um, of your eating and your eating habits first because you maybe you don't know if you're eating the correct food. So you can, first of all, log all your meals. And then secondly, they can help you time your meals depending on what activity you're going to be doing. So let's say you're going to tee off at 10 o'clock. You plug that in, and they'll tell you what kind of snacks you should be eating before, during, and then what kind of recovery meal afterwards. So it's a good way just to get you started into some nutrition um, right now to help you because um, eating is a huge part. Um, Obviously, you don't want to wolf down a big chili dog (laughs) during the turn, (laughs) a lot of fat there. Uh, You don't want to eat a candy bar. Uh, The carbs might give you a quick little burst of energy, but then you're going to bonk afterwards. So, um, you know, this app will really help you decide what kind of foods. They give you options that are going to help sustain your energy throughout the round. Very good. Um, I think that's uh, some great advice. I want to ask you a question. 
your husband, Dan, of course, was an Olympic gold medalist in speed skating. What have you learned from him? Because obviously he had to be in good shape. He had to be physically fit to be able to uh, get at that highest level, if you will, uh, and become a, a gold medalist in the Olympics. What have you learned from him um, that has helped you with cardio golf, if anything? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've learned a ton. So um, he's like my partner in crime. He actually helped me do some workouts. If you go on Cardio Golf TV, I have a whole Dan, Dan, Dan Jansen collection. Um, he shows everybody how he uses the Cardio Golf Slope to do his hit workouts. But, um, you know, the, the biggest thing is just the mind-body connection that sports um, has. It, it's, it's just as much mental as it is physical. So, you know, you can train and you can be at peak physical conditioning, but you also have to align your, your mind correctly and, and, you know, really focus on concentration and, um, you know, imagery and having a positive attitude. I think that's really important um, to help people understand that, you know, you can practice all you want, but if your mind is not right on the first tee, it's going to be hard for you to shoot a good round. So you kind of have to figure out ways to help you stay positive on the golf course, let bad shots go, um, learn how to be more confident. And, um, you know, that's one of the biggest things that I've learned from Dan, how just that mind-body connection is to sports. Very good. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's it's important to be well-rounded like that. And I think this is what really differentiates, you know, many of the, the top you know, professionals, whether being golf or, or in some other um, uh, sport, if you will, is that they have developed that that sort of mind-body, uh, you know, connection and, and understand that a little bit better, I think, than the rest of us. Um, you've got some great products. Obviously, um, you've got a, your your complete fitness training system in that and obviously the um, subscription as well, the Cardio Golf TV. Um, and you also specialize uh, in working with juniors. Tell us a little bit about the uh, some of the junior programs that you're working with. Yeah, and, you know, and that's really where Brittany Gilo has um, really kicked in. Um, she does a lot of workouts for junior golfers on Cardio Golf, so we have a whole collection of Brittany's junior golf workouts. And um, working with juniors is a little bit different than working with um, adults, you know, we're, we're not trying to get them to uh, – we're trying to get them to get stronger, but we're not making them uh, lift weights or, or trying to get them to lose weight or anything. We're just trying to get them to get some movement and to, like, build, build their own athletic ability. A lot of coordination, a lot of agility drills, um, a lot of fun things just to help people – to help the juniors, like, develop – their skills and get better at golf. Um, so when you're working with juniors, we do a lot of games. We do a lot of fun drills. Maybe they don't look like specific golf swing drills, but um, it helps them move their body and develop balance and agility and coordination. So um, I love working with junior golfers. And um, a lot of the exercises that we do with junior golfers would actually help adults too because as we get older, we lose our balance and agility and coordination. So even as an adult, it's good to practice some of those things that, um, you know, we do as kids. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, Cindy, go ahead. What are some of the things that you do with the kids to help them have more fun and, and gain all these different you know, agility and strength and all that stuff. 
Yeah, Cindy, that's, so that's a great question. So I, a lot of the times I use my little shorty practice club. So the club is short for a couple of reasons. Um, before the pandemic, I used to do all this inside. So the club is short so you can swing inside. You're not going to hit the ceilings or the walls or each other. Um, but the other thing is the club head is closer to the hands. It's not sitting on the ground. So it's easier to teach people what the club face is, especially at impact. So, um, you know, I use a lot of the the drills um, with kids using the shorty club. We'll, we'll learn the grip and we'll show them how your hands direct the club face at impact so they can figure out, you know, oh, if I turn my hands this way, the club face is going to close. Um, also, um, we'll do a lot of, uh, we'll break the swing down. We'll have them do one arm only swings so it helps them build strength and coordination. Then we'll have them put the, um, their hands back on and we'll have them do step and swing drills to help them learn, um, you know, weight shift. We'll also do a lot of exercises to help them, like, learn speed and distance control. So, you know, we might have them toss a ball into buckets at different lengths so they can figure out that they need to swing their arms at different lengths and paces to control the distance of the ball so you're not swinging full out all the time. Um, You know, so a lot of things like that, a lot of, uh, running and jumping on one leg. We might have them do some hopping drills while they're holding the golf club. Um, I, I try to teach all the kids how to bounce the ball on the club head. First of all, I'm like, you're going to amaze your friends and family, and this is really going to help your coordination. So lots of fun drills. And like I said, these aren't just for junior golfers. I try to do some of these with my adults as well. I need to learn to bounce that ball on yeah. the face. Yeah, I, mean, I was, I was thinking like the same thing. like a wizard and I think at that. Jeepers. I'm going to go do that today. That's, those are great, Karen. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I know. It's fun. Um, I'm still working on bouncing that ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can bounce it once. Beyond that, I can't do it. But, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. You watch. Uh, it's even more amazing when you watch people will bounce it, and then they turn around and hit it down the fairway or out into the range. Uh, that always amazes me as well. I, I think you've got you know, a, a lot of great programs you know, um, Karen, and I know you've worked, I mean, I remember you uh, over the years many times, uh, you know, uh, have been featured on the Golf Channel and, and, and other platforms as well. And you've just done a, a great job. And, you know, we're always happy to have you on. And, and we're going to have you on a little more often um, as your schedule permits, because I think you've got some great advice. And we might even maybe get you at one point to maybe bring on um, you know, a, a junior or something to to come on the show with you to talk about their experience, sure. and, and but that might be something we we might want to do down the road. Um, but we appreciate you you coming on and, and spending some time with us this morning. And again, uh, for those of you who want to learn more, go to cardio golf that's c a r d i o golf dot com. Uh, lots of great stuff. I just have one question for you. Um, I know that some of your uh, products that you're temporarily out of stock. Do you know when that's going to be? Um, when you anticipate that, I noticed on your website that some of the stuff, because I, I want to get one, I want to get some of the things that you have on there, and I oh, noticed yeah. a few of them were out of stock. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for ask, a- asking. So we have uh, all of the shorty clubs. The shorty club is that uh, 23-inch club. It's short, so you can swing inside. And then I have the slope. It's a fitness platform, but it's for golfers. You can rehearse those uphill and downhill lives. And I'm temporarily out of stock. We've ordered them, but because of covid and, right. you know, a lot of the factories have been shut down. We're on a little bit of a delay, but um, they're telling me that end of June at the latest. 
So um, okay. as soon as that happens, I can notify every everybody um, about that. Can they go on and or, and order it anyways now, just to you know kind of get in the queue? Can they do that, or do you not recommend that at this point? Wait till. You know, I don't have. Um, I I didn't want to do that right now, but um, we have the Shorty Club, and then you can get a okay. free subscription by the Shorty Club, and then um, as soon as I know when they're in route, I was going to do a little pre-order, and if you pre-order, you can okay. get a discount. So I definitely will um, keep everybody abreast of that. So if you okay. go on to cardiogolf.com, sign up for the Yeah, let us know here. Yes. We'll be happy to, to share that information uh, on your behalf as well. But, uh, Karen, we appreciate you coming on the show this morning. Thank you, as always. You're doing uh, some great stuff, and we'll have you back on real soon. Yes, and I miss seeing you, Cindy, and thanks for having me. I know. Always <laughs> we'll, we'll get thanks, together soon. Dear. I'm I'm fully vaccinated, and I'm ready to go out in society. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, All right, thanks, too, Karen. Guys. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, Karen Palacios-Jansen, uh, founder of Cardio Golf, and uh, really some very interesting stuff, Cindy. Don't you agree? I mean, she she's... You know, I remember her, as I mentioned, you know, many times on the uh, Golf Channel, particularly seeing her on there, and she just really uh, enjoys what she's doing, and I think that's the key. I think when you enjoy what you're doing, it just, it, she makes it look so easy. Absolutely. She's awesome. Yep. All right. Well, hopefully you'll be able to see her real soon. We'll get back to some sort of normalcy over the next little while. But uh, on that note, we want to thank everybody for joining us this morning here on the Women of Golf. We always enjoy bringing you the latest uh, Symmetra Tour player, uh, uh, winner, if you will, and, uh, and a very special guest as well. So hope you tune in next week. God bless everybody. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time on the Women of Golf. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks, Ted. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's Women of Golf show. Ted and Cindy wish to thank this week's special guests. Remember to join them every Tuesday from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern here on the iGolf Sports Network or on any of these social media platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, TalkStream Live, and of course Spotify. To get updates on the show, you can follow the Women of Golf Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash womenofgolf. This has been a production of the iGolf Sports Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.